Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode 46 of Cephalon Squared. My name is Cephalon Greg, I'm joined by Cephalon Lucas, how are you doing sir? I am doing fantastic, loving this cold weather, it's just it's feeling so good, it's so good. <laughs> The missus puts the freaking heater on, like it's the center of hell in here right now, (laughs) precisely the center, and I'd like to enjoy the cold a little bit. God damn it, that's just me. Uh, I'm one of those weird people that likes a freezing cold bed. Yeah, yeah. For a little bit, and then... And then you warm it up, and you you get all sleepy. Yeah. I don't like get to get into a warm bed because then I just get hot. Yeah, I'm with you there. I I understand entirely. <laughs> temperature talk with the Cephalons. Temperature talk. Speaking of temperature talk, <laughs> weather things in Ipswich. All right, currently 8 p.m. in a Sunday evening in the city of Ipswich. It is 16 degrees Celsius with a 85 percent humidity. Damn! So that's uh, 60 or 61 degrees Fahrenheit in the switch. Um, 9 degrees here in Meriburun. Uh, 80, 80%... 80 fucking words, numbers. <laughs> 86% humidity. Oh, not much difference and, uh, in humidity. No. And raining, though. Ah, it was raining here a little bit so, earlier. Yeah, it's a bit, bit poopy for me down here. It's only 48 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's a, yeah, it's a bit shit, um, but I can't feel it because like I said, I'm sitting inside the fires of hell. <laughs> <sighs> Cost me money too, oh. damn heaters. See, there you go. Even, even more like hell. It's always mm-hmm. costing you a dime. Exactly. Cause hell costs a dime folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to pay <laughs> something. <laughs> Anywho, what has your week been for Warframe? Oh, you flipped it on me. I flipped it on you. (laughs) I flip him. Um, It's been all right. It's been all right. I didn't do much until the stream on Friday night. (laughs) Busy week. I can't remember what happened that night. Did you play with me that night or were you out that night? I did did play with you on, uh, on, on Friday night in the stream. Cannot remember. What did we do, Lucas? Tell Uh, me all about it. (laughs) Arbitrations. Clutch. Oh, we did too. Clutch arbitrations. Ah, yes. Your your last second clutch arbitration. <laughs> Whew. Where you proved that having a kitty cat on your team can save your life when you've got 10 HP left. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it did work. It, uh, oh. it, was, it was actually pretty impressive. We were both pooping our pants and yay, survival. Survival. High five. <laughs> um, so that was all right. And then last night on your stream, um, we both decided to sort of build... Zors and kit guns that we hadn't built yet. Which yeah, kind of out of the blue, but it was good. Yeah, we just kind of did a, a different thing for once, and um, kind of drifted off in our our own directions. And then you went and did one thing, I went and did something else. Um, but we were doing the same thing, sort of, but separately. Yeah, yeah. So but that, it was still good. Um, managed to hit forty Twitch followers, so ten off from fifty. So I'm excited about that. That's fantastic. Thank you to all those so if you lovely people. Followed yet? Go to Silver S I L V R underscore L G H T and give him a follow. Help him get to the fifty. We're coming up close. It's coming up close. Bloody I'm excited. And follow Mad Capsules while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> but mainly follow Lucas. Let's get him to the fifty first, and then we can move on. Yeah. Um, um, almost there. Almost there. Almost there. Apart from that, I I've pretty much been um, dauntless again this week. <laughs> yeah i haven't i went to was it adelaide this i don't even know i've been so busy at week at work it was last week of the sales month so it was well every month is a sales month so it was last last week of the month it was just nuts i'm glad it's over and i don't it was it was a whirlwind crazy like things are crazy to, to a therapist <laughs> and how does that make you feel <laughs> 
How does that feel? Crazy in a coconut. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's move on to the news. All right. How are we going to do this? Would you like to do the first one or the second uh, one? It's up to you. I will, I will uh, start things off. All right. Go on. Wisp is now available in the Steam Workshop for all you Tenogen artists out there that want to spruce her up. Give us something fantastic. Looking forward to any designs that, uh, that may pop up. Bloody oath. Mm. I agree. Renowned pack number, I think, 16 is back for the PS4. So replacing, obviously, Renowned pack 14. Uh, this one has a Sonicore skin, a Cero skin, a three-day credit booster, a three-day affinity booster, and 170 platinum. And keep in mind that that includes not just the skins for the weapons, but also the weapons themselves. So that's actually a pretty good pack. Mm. Sonicore is awesome. I love Sonicore. Yeah, is a little bit questionable, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, though, we have the Prestige Pack for Xbox players. And I'm a little bit jealous about this one because this one comes with a Castle War skin, uh, a Sugatra, three-day credit booster, three-day affinity booster, and again, 170 platinum. Um, I, and as you do with the Renown Pack, you get the, cas the, the weapon as well. So free Castle War for everybody on Xbox. Yes, it's... Also a damn good, uh, and even though not many people use Sugatras, it's nice to get free Sugatras. Yeah. Because nobody buys them. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe people do. I'm sure I'm about to get inundated with emails of, hey, I buy Sugatras. <laughs> anyway. The Esteem Pack is back for the Switch, so this is the second pack, uh, Esteem Pack. This one has a Vault skin, but no Vault, I should be clear. Uh, a Twin Gracadas skin. And of course, the twin Gracadas as well. Three day credit, three day affinity booster, and 170 platinum. So if you are on the Switch, you should grab that because the twin Gracadas are pretty good, really. Yeah. They're not great, but they're not bad. So. Yay, twin Gracadas. Actually, I'm sure there's people out there that will tell me they're great because they actually oh, yeah. are yeah. pretty yeah. good. There, really. There's definitely going to be people out there that will burn you for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they are good, yeah. I must admit. Uh, next up, the Warframe fan sites page has had a makeover and looks much more like the partner page now. So fantastic! Um, this this actually helped us out quite quite a bit over the weekend. Quite significantly, actually. So the uh, yeah, because Warframe actually reminded people that they have a fan site page. <laughs> they uh, posted something on Twitter. Um, yeah, our website got. A whole bunch of hits. So if you are one of the people that came from that, thanks for joining. And hopefully you enjoy the Cephalon Squared goodness that we uh, release every week. Uh, come join our Discord as well. Meet all the other people. Say hi. Shake one hands. One of us. One of us. One Definitely of not us. A cult. <laughs> Definitely not a cult. Totally not a cult. <laughs> anyway, uh, I wanted. I did want you to read this one. Damn it. You wanted? Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't work out usually Bite it works me. out that it's you i should have i should have actually paid attention before we did this and known which one whether i needed to get you to start or me to start and then you would have had it but oh well that's my luck that's that's I'm, I'm a piece of shit that's what it is all right all right so there was another reminder don't forget to enable two-factor authentication on your pc account so that you can get your free ephemera or ephemera if you prefer um because they are pretty cool um but one thing we didn't mention last week that I should have mentioned is you actually have to enable two-factor authentication on your PC account now if you want to trade with other Tenno. So just do it because not trading with other Tenno is shit. So that's it for the news. There wasn't really a lot. Um, in fact, really, we sort of stretched it out to be honest, because, um, yeah, there was pretty much nothing. And I think the next four weeks or so, there's going to be pretty much nothing until, of course, hopefully this week we see the Jovian Concord update being released to cert for the console platforms. And then next week, hopefully it'll hit those console platforms. But apart from that, I don't think there's going to be much that happens over the next few weeks. We're entering the, the, the quiet, the quiet of the yeah. storm. Tenocon blackout. Yep. This is this is the silence before the storm. It's yeah, exactly. Uh, One thing I should say that I didn't mention in the what did we do in Warframe this week section, um, I finally went to Jupiter on my PC account with Wisp and played and used her new shotgun and 
yeah, I can't wait till it hits PS4 is all I can say. <laughs> it's really good. Like, I knew it would be good, but Wisp is actually quite amazing. Her weapon is fucking amazing. <laughs> and um, the Jupiter rework is gorgeous. Awesome. So, all good things. Yeah. I don't know why I have been so lazy. But that's me. <laughs> anyway. All right. So this week, uh, because there's no dev stream and there won't be any dev stream for the next four weeks, uh, we did put a call out to everyone last week to see if there was anyone who'd be interested in joining us on the show for an interview. Now, this particular person did reach out to us a long time ago. So um, he was, of course, first in line. Uh, but if you are interested in being a guest on the show in the next few weeks, while we have plenty of time, uh, reach out in any of the ways that you know, and we'll, of course, repeat those at the end of the show. But uh, let us get on to our first community guest star in quite a while. Okay, and we're welcoming our first community guest star in a little while. This is Ironheart from the Discord. How are you going? Good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm doing all right. I am doing all right. Thank you. How are you doing yourself? Not too bad. It's a Saturday evening for us over here, and um, yeah, it was a busy day. I actually passed out on the couch earlier. I never have naps. <laughs> How about you, Lucas? Um, yeah, fairly busy day. Um, yard work. Bloody hate it. <laughs> oh, yard work. Uh, I also passed Nobody out and that. had a bit of a nap this afternoon. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, passing feeling out. old. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I ha- <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Welcome. Well, welcome me, sorry. <laughs> I, I, my brain is apparently switched off because it is still morning and I am, I mean, I'm only on my second cup of tea right now. Uh, yes, it's only, yeah, before 10am still over there, so yeah. it's still bright and early on a Saturday morning. Is it Saturday? It is Saturday. It is Saturday, yeah. I'm not ahead of you, I'm behind you, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what day it is here. That's Don't the problem. <laughs> I've been too too bloody busy recently. Need time off. But anyway, this isn't about me. This is Ironheart. Tell us about yourself. What what? How did you get into Warframe? There you go. Oh goodness. Uh, right. Okay. So I've I I played Warframe a good while ago. Back when I'm just trying to think when this would be. Probably about three or four years ago. I don't know whether you remember the user interface where when you were on the map screen it was TV screens as opposed to the nodes around the planet. Do you remember that or not? It's an old user interface. And I think I'm pretty sure I got into it from total biscuits first video. Cause I was looking around free games that are on the uh, Xbox uh, store and I was like, Hey, this one seems all right. So I downloaded it, played it for a bit and then didn't really touch it for a couple of years until a friend of mine said that he was playing it. I jumped back in and it was entirely different, to say the least. <laughs> entirely different. Uh. Yeah, it's a pretty common story, to be honest, because I, I did the same thing when I, I got the PlayStation 4 at launch. So, mm-hmm. you know, different system, but same story. And Warframe, Warframe came out. I grabbed it, tried mm-hmm. it out. Can't remember that TV screen thing you're talking about, but it was probably about the same time. And to be honest, I hated it. I just <laughs> didn't understand what was going on. Um, it felt like... It really felt like a multiplayer um, versus ga- a competitive game as opposed to a cooperative game. I didn't know what was mm. going on. Yeah. So I completely misjudged it. And I didn't play it again for two or three years. I think I don't remember really ever playing multiplayer with people. I think I remember one distinct match where I got in a... I think it might have been defense or something like that with three other people. And I was just losing my mind at all the abilities going off and everything all at once. Uh, (laughs) So the fact that that stands out in my mind means that I must have been uh, playing mainly solo up until then. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I don't don't know what I played, to be honest. All I remember is that I didn't like it and I deleted it straight after. That's that's completely fair, yeah. Yeah. And yet here we are, all these years later. With a with a podcast, podcast, podcast and, and website and streaming. <laughs> Something yeah, must have changed. It's crazy. <laughs> the world changes. It does. How'd you come across the podcast? Uh so basically when I heard uh when I kind of let's see, a few months into kind of getting back into the game, I I was kind of really getting into it and really enjoying it. And I was just like, you know what, I'm going to see if there's anything around there news-wise, etc. Just to see what there is from kind of my drives to work, etc. So I just looked on Spotify 
I searched Warframe podcast and it was just like Cephalon Square. And I was like, oh, it seems all right. Uh, so I jumped in on your uh, Fortuna episode uh, because yep. I was really hyped because I think it was around about the time that Fortuna was coming out. So I wanted to know the kind of stuff that was coming out with it. Awesome. So, yeah, that yeah. that was pretty early because um, yeah, Fortuna came out oh, only a couple of months after we started the podcast. Yeah. And I do recall that you were probably the first, if not one of the first Xbox uh, players in the Discord. Yeah, that's for sure. yeah, yeah. I was one of the few because I, I, I definitely recall uh, you definitely, at the very least, shouted out saying, "Hey, if there's any other Xbox players, Ironheart's looking for people." And I was like, "Hey, is there anyone? Hey, guys, guys." <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got everybody's like got that. Playstations and Switches and PCs, and then there's like maybe ten of us in the Xbox part of the Discord. So whenever there's someone yeah. new, I'm like, "Hey, you exist. Let's come. Let's play." <laughs> <laughs> and I know there are a couple of people that uh, that play together from the Discord, which is great, but yeah. it's still much quieter than the other platforms, sadly. So if you're an Xbox yeah. player, jump on. One of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> get green. Get some green in the blood. Over to you, Lucas. Ah, okay. Um, okay. So, what what is it about Warframe that that you enjoy? What is it about? What? Sorry, the audio went weird. Ah, there. So, what What is it about Warframe that you actually enjoy? Like, what drives you to play? Okay. Uh, so there seems to be a few different things. One thing which I'm noting, which is sort of part of uh the thing that I'm going to talk about with Burnout is it's kind of as as deep or as shallow as you want it to be. If you want to just load up, put on some dumb weapons, and then go play defense and just massacre a bunch of Grenier for 20-30 minutes, you can do that. Or if you want to sit there for the next two hours fashion framing and, and making yourself a colorful princess of a Oberon <laughs> or something like that, be my guest. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have, a, I have a fairy Oberon that I can show you at some point, and it's amazing. Um, <laughs> Need pictures. Share it in the but, Discord. You've mentioned it now. It, it's, it's a game that you can load up, and you can play it, and you don't necessarily have to think too hard, because the game at its core is point, point at the enemy, shoot it, it's dead, cool, next enemy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So throw on, throw on the Spotify, listen to some music, uh, chat to your friends, and just watch the numbers go up. <laughs> it's a good way to play. Indeed. Yeah. What's your favorite um, mission type? Uh, uh <laughs> that's that's one. Um, it probably depends on the frame that I'm playing. If I'm playing as Vault, it's got to be captured because it's stupidly fast. Um. If it's anything else, it's probably things like defense. Um, yep. Probably de- probably defense. Uh, probably with regards to void fissures, pr- you're probably looking at excavation because those things just... I feel like I get a lot of um, relics cracked during those points, so I quite enjoy seeing a uh, excavation as a void mission. As a, uh, Fair enough. Void you can also mission. get cryotic as well, which is good. True. Two, birds, bonus. two birds, one stone. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. I never think about that stuff. I'm just like, can I crack cabbages? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, um, all right. What about your, uh, what? What is your favorite uh, loadout that you like to use? Like frame, uh, primary weapon, secondary, melee. Okay, so my main one that I seem to run a lot right now is I run uh, Rhino, Heck, and Broken War, and then the secondary weapon is an afterthought, because all I'm doing is pointing the heck at something, shooting it, and then when I'm close enough for the heck to have not already killed it, I'll smack it with a Broken War. Broken War is a good um, weapon. It, it, it is. Um, I need to start formering it, uh, because I... That's the thing, I just... Uh, for the longest time, I was just sat with the heck and the Broken War. I threw a few formers into the heck, but... Um, Ultimately, I was just enjoying them for what they were, rather than thinking, "Let's see how ridiculous we can make them." <laughs> Where are you at in the game now? Have you done the sacrifice? Uh, I am up. To, I'm up to date in terms of story. The only other missions that I haven't really done is I haven't done the, the Judas Precept, is it? Uh, oh, the Judas Precept, yeah. That's it, Judas Precept and uh, Alad V. Apart from that, I've pretty much done all the other missions, and I am up to date on the story. Awesome. Yeah, well, they're, they're side quests. Anyway, so they, you I, mean, have I mean, I mean, there are other frames. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. what what is it? Is there anything in particular that you're excited for in the uh, upcoming, um, upcoming updates for Warframe? 
the story. I'm always, I'm genuinely quite interested in the story. That's always fun. Um, I am, as a, as with everybody else, uh, excited for Railjack. I oh, understand yeah. that. <laughs> I understand that when it comes out, it's probably going to end up being quite buggy. Uh, but that's absolutely fine. <laughs> Ambition is. What makes you uh, say that? <laughs> Because it's because it's a big thing. Because it's a big thing that's coming. It's, it's well, the thing is, it's a, it's a free game. If you complain about it being buggy when it's free, like you need to change your priorities. Really, it's not just that though. I think as well, it's also a live service game, and it's also a massive game. Yeah. So exactly. bugs bugs are a way of the world these days. I was yeah. just making a joke. No, that's fine. I, I, I understand it was a joke. I was just stating that so. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You are 100% right. The reason I asked you before where you were at in the game is because you do like the Broken War, and I thought, why aren't you playing with the Parasesis? Uh, because I I haven't sat down and, and uh, farmed enough ducats and stuff to actually make the thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That's what it, uh, Here's that's my recommendation, because <laughs> I sat on it for ages. I built it and just left it in my thing. I didn't even use it. I had it, but didn't use it. It's amazing. Um, I know there's the whole thing about it weirdly being able to have like a higher MR and stuff which is interesting not a higher MR a higher rank and stuff which is interesting so at the very least I want to jump on that I forget it's a great sword isn't it as opposed to a uh, single sword okay yeah it's a fantastic great sword (laughs) I like my speed so I tend to stay away from the bigger weapons Um, that's fair that's that's pretty fair I mean recently I myself have um kind of drifted a little bit from the Parasesis and gone with the Twin, twin Croakers uh, for that extra attack speed. So yeah, I completely understand that. Croakers are the uh, Tonfas, aren't they? Uh, no, they're the, the Grenier Power Ranger looking swords. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, you, you spoke about that in, in one of the previous podcasts, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was just thinking about other ones that I have in my foundry that I need to make. I just have so many different things I need to make to get some MR, I really do. Yeah. Especially with melee weapons, because there's something like 180, 190 melee weapons in the game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And more to it's, come. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they're the ones that you come. tend to level up fastest, though, because a lot of the time people are just hitting B or whatever the equivalent is for a melee attack, and those ones tend to level up so fast compared to everything else. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. Well, I found it to be true anyway. I find it yeah. to be true. <laughs> um. Okay. Usual questions have passed because they're the usual ones but what have you brought to us for a discussion so i basically wanted to bring along because the thing is uh as far as the different players go and things i would never really call myself uh a pro or anything like that i'm definitely not as experienced with anything like the meta or anything so what i have wanted to bring though is i wanted to bring my kind of experience with uh burnout the kind of things that have brought me back to the game and the things that i'm realizing post burnout about the game Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I was so I was playing the game for probably about a year straight when I um, when I was properly playing it. So I came along. I've been playing the game for a while. Joined the podcast, and I was probably playing it up until about January of this year time. Um, and it was probably one of the only games I was playing exclusively. Um, but I was playing it for quite a while, quite a while a day, or quite a while whenever I was sat playing it. And it would also sort of be on my mind when I wasn't playing it because I had the app downloaded and stuff like that. So I was uh, monitoring my <laughs> items like, oh, no, my form was done. OK, cool. Claim, put another one on. Things like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's it's that thing of, you know, when you see in the chat where it says you've been playing for an hour and then you see that about six of those are stacked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to pay attention to that because all of a sudden you realize, oh, I've been playing for six hours. I know. Um <laughs> Maybe I should go have a drink or something. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) um, So basically, I started to kind of get to a bit of a burnout because I realized that I was loading up the game. I was doing the same thing and I just wasn't really kind of getting anything new out of it. And a thing that sort of comes from that is I was also realizing I didn't really have a kind of long term goal. And that's one of the main things that I can tell people to try and have if you want to avoid burnout you want to have something that you're working towards uh, because i sort of during this period of playing i had a couple of mini kind of burnouts where i'd maybe put it down for a couple of weeks or so rather than putting it down for several months like how i have just done um and the first kind of initial ones were 
my goal was essentially I wanted to, at the very least, get up to the second dream. Because I'd heard so many people raving about how good the story was and all that kind of thing. And I wanted to experience it. Mm -hmm. And so playing with a friend of mine from like half a year ago to a year ago now, um, I managed to get all the way through to there. I got to the second dream. I played the second dream and I thought, hey, that was really cool. That was really fun. And I didn't really have any thoughts of where I wanted to go from there. So I slowly started to peter out and get a bit of a mini burnout. And then when I came back, I thought, I want to finish off all the rest of the story. So then I blasted all the way through to the sacrifice. Finished the sacrifice, got Excalibur Umbra, all that kind of thing. And um, then it sort of slowly burnt out from there again. And that was around about January where I finished that. And I didn't have yeah. anything else in my mind that I wanted to do. And so that's where that burnout came from because I had no more goals. I was just loading it up for more or less the sake of loading it up because I had been doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What kind of goals do you have like right now when you load up the game? Like anything long term or just short term, really? Um, at the moment, I think for me personally, it's just really short term goals. Um, there. Yeah. I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm really sorry if I've just brought an existential crisis there. Uh, <laughs> my, I think, my and I, re <laughs> I remember actually, Ironheart, because um, you asked us to be on the show probably in December or January. Yes. You said you were interested in, in doing a community call out uh, or a community guest star. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you went quiet. And exactly and that was I around about that the you time had burnt that out. I beat yeah. it yeah <laughs> and um so we we kind of let you go for a bit there and you came back recently and i was like ah thank god i'll ask him <laughs> if he's still still interested and we'll get that done and that's why you're here but um yeah it's to be honest and we've done a couple of of shows here and there where we've discussed burnout mm -hmm. um it's a real thing and it's it's fine because the reality is it's a massive game and you can't play it forever. Oh, yeah. Even Watch us me. with a podcast <laughs> and not 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 I mean we we seventy three years old still touching <laughs> yeah. the controller. Don't close the servers. Transformers um, <laughs> on the rhino. Exactly. Um three hundred formers. I think you'll find there's people out there that's already done that. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's we've we've done a couple of episodes talking about burnout. We've experienced it ourselves. We go through it all the time really um having a podcast makes it easier for us to be interested in it because we we're forced to look into new things that um we otherwise wouldn't have which is great mm -hmm. but apart from that like i mean we sometimes don't play for the entire week and we mentioned that at the start of the show last episode for for example we said yeah. i don't think we really played at all this week and it's <laughs> it is what it is but i 100 percent agree if you're in the mid game and you experience burnout and you go away for a bit, when you come back, the first thing you need to rediscover in order to get back into the game is your goals. Uh -huh. Because you've been gone for so long and you're like, what am I actually doing? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it was this time last year, Lucas and I both burnt out big time. Was it last year or the year before? Uh, no, it was last year. This time last year. It was last year. Um, yeah, it was because it was before the podcast started. So it was... About this time last year when Monster Hunter World came out, we burnt mm -hmm. out big time. We stopped playing for two months. Uh, I came back. You, you came and back a lot earlier than know, I did. It was, yeah, yeah. I was about three um, months ago. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I came back and I just started formering my Warframes. That's all I started doing. And then I started reeling, ah, that's right. I really wanted to, to build this build for this character and I really wanted to make this build for this character and I want to make this mm. particular weapon sortie level and things like that and that's where I started to build my own goals and that's how I got back into yeah. it but without that I was floundering probably for a good week or two I'd get on I'd play for five minutes and go I don't know what I'm doing and I'd just leave again uh, yeah Exactly. Uh, and I know that there are a few people in our community right now actually that are going through that at the moment so if you're listening get yourself a, a goal that we understand yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it's something that i've experienced in uh things even outside of warframe um i i actually I, i'm a giant nerd i larp um and Yay, a nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and a friend of mine was saying that he wasn't really enjoying his character that he was playing and i said okay what do you want to do and he said well 
I want to protect people. And I said, okay, cool. Well, then go to this guild, who's like a militia guild, and go get to them and start getting some stats that'll help you be a better fighter so you can look after people. And because he now had that goal, it then gave him drive for the game that he was playing. Obviously not Warframe, but similar mm. kind of mindset. It's get a, get a goal that's it that you're working towards, and that will then make you want to do the thing. Yeah. 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 Agree. 100% agree. So you know that... Um... The Gas City stuff's coming. Do you think that's enough to bring yourself or other people back? Uh, I think whenever there's any kind of uh, innovation to the game, anything, any reworks, anything like that, it is going to draw people back. I know there's the constant kind of uh, spike where something comes up and then it uh, falls down again a little bit. Um, obviously, I've not actually looked that much into the Gas City stuff. I just uh, I tend to see that there's something coming and unless it's something that I'm really excited about, I just go, okay, I'll see what it's like when it comes along. Um, but I mean, every everybody else seems to be really excited, so I realise I should probably look into it more. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for the two gig or three gig update to come along. I'll sit there for thirty minutes whilst it downloads, and then I'll go check it out and go, oh hey, it looks pretty. um yeah i mean it's it's one of those things every update that comes out these days people get really excited for a couple of hours and then they're back to being burnt out so um but that's not necessarily every player's experience especially you know mid-game players are finding that it's just adding more stuff for them to do which is great but it's really those those players who are at the end game who are like "Eh, this isn't enough or this isn't what i was expecting so we'll see I'm excited yeah. about it, but yeah. One thing, wisp. one. Sorry, you go first. I was just saying, wisp, wisp. <laughs> yeah, wisp. wisp. I I am nowhere near any of those uh, any of those different warframes. I'm still working on a lot of the base ones. I looked at Garuda and I thought, oh, I really want to get that. And he was like, Ah, oh, you need to be this rank in Fortune. I was like, Ah, oh, uh, okay, because <laughs> I know that some of the crafting items that you need need to be like not quite old mate. What is the one below old mate at Fortuna? Oh god, can't remember. Yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Fourth rank. Yeah, yeah. The, four, the fourth rank. Yeah, the four. You need to have the fourth rank in order to get the um, crafting blueprint for the gem or whatever it is, or some of the gems. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll work to that at another point. Um, but kind of, you talk. You talk about adding in some of the different bits and pieces around the game. That is another thing which can sometimes be a little bit of a put off with regards to the game, especially if you haven't been here for a while. Um, mm. Because one thing I have noted down, because I got a few notes because I wanted to prep because I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But I noted, yeah, I noted that sometimes it could be a little bit of a kind of sensory overload coming back to the game after a while. Especially like when I first when I first came back to the game after not having played it for a good couple of years when I came back and it was no longer the TV screens. I had to figure out what on earth the game was. So I had to figure out, okay, so what are these alerts? What's this? Hang on, so there's the planet. So in order to go from this planet to here, I've got to do these nodes. What's the blinking one? Oh, the blinking one's the one that I can do that I've not done yet. I like yeah. <laughs> it, Taking Everything in all of right. this information that's new, I had no idea. And it's like after a mini, a kind of half coming back about a month or so ago or a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember, uh, Nightwave was going on, and I thought that was really cool, but at the same time, that was another thing that was going on in addition to everything else, and whilst I'm sad that I've missed Nightwave, I realise it's not an extra thing to me keep uh, for me to keep in my head at the same time. Yeah, and there's another one starting soon. Woo! Yeah. I, I'm lo- I am looking forward to it, though. I am looking forward to it quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. It's a good time to come back, I think, to be honest, because there was a little bit of stuff that you missed, so you can catch up on that, and it's not too, there's not too much investment. Uh, yeah. Plus, there'll be more stuff coming real soon. So, yeah. And, and even bigger stuff with the new war after that. And plenty, plenty of things in the works. A couple, couple of new frames. Uh, Railjack, of yes. course. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, hyped, I'm hyped for the running frame because <laughs> I I just love to go fast. I one, one thing that does keep me coming back to the game is I like to be dumb. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to make dumb builds, I like to make gimmicks and all that kind of thing. Back when I used to play Hearthstone, I used to um, I used to make gimmick decks, so I used to do things like Taunt Priest, and I would get three out of four people who would face me just quitting because they got fo- so frustrated. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we can't get through the defences and smack him. 
Ah, uh. <laughs> it's good to be different. Um, so it's like I was I was building a um, I was building my Rhino Iron Skin build. So I had all strength mods on for abilities and stuff like that. And I realized I have a vault that I love playing so much, and I love going fast. And at that time, I didn't have a lot of strength-based mods. So I threw all the strength-based mods on there and just went stupid fast. And Oof. I was just <laughs> smiling from ear to ear. I was just like, oh, I forgot how fun this is. Um, so when the so when the running frame comes out, I am just going to be laughing my ass off. <laughs> have you tried Zephyr? Uh, no, I have not pr- tried Zephyr yet. No. Zephyr. Duration mods. Zephyr. Duration mods on Duration Zephyr. Mods. With her first ability, she will soar. <laughs> yeah, she flies, oh, but she goes fun. so damn fast. Yeah, the, the but... yeah the the way that the duration mods work is that they uh they they affect how long she actually uh, has the burst of of uh, energy for. So the longer that burst, the faster you go, the further you you, you fly. Uh, I think at three hundred percent duration, I got her flying about three hundred meters. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> pretty my only my only question with that though is uh, does she boost her teammates no ah well um well she kind I of mean, i think she, i think she she's got tail yeah, i think she made yeah. them like a slight burst but <laughs> i think she, well, she goes a little bit burst, but... a little bit too fast and out of out of range very quickly yeah. well going ra- going round to the dumb thing again there's nothing i love more than when i'm in chat with someone and I throw on the vault boost, and I hear them go, "Oh, I'm going fast." <laughs> or what, I, what I what I call the non consensual speed boost because they suddenly surprised by it. <laughs> Love it. It was just it was just always I mean, funny. It's just something. like someone's playing a, a slow frame, and all of a sudden they're going fast, and they don't expect it. <laughs> the other good thing you can do if you like to be a troll is. Um... It's it's not really a troll. That's that's helping people, but without their request. Uh, Loki <laughs> using his um, teleport switch teleport, so you can s- switch switch <laughs> with the other player. It's fun to be annoying, but people mm. do dislike it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I is it Loki? No, it's Limbo that I'm thinking of. Nah, that might... Lim- limbo banish. <laughs> that's another one. Yeah, you can banish people. They definitely don't like that. Maybe don't. Do that's that okay. Anymore. Just throw I, just throw yeah. a haven. Just throw haven on on Limbo. Uh, and that, that turns his uh, banish into a heal. So you're helping exactly. people. People can't complain then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Trolling with Cephalons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, well, thank you, Ironheart, for coming on the show. I know it is five odd months later than you were probably originally hoping. It's but fine. Better late than never, they say. Yeah, no, it's been fun. Thank you very much for having me, though. Oh, no, no absolutely no problems it's been in a pleasure. the world it has indeed we love having uh, people on the show so before we do let you go though is mm-hmm. there anything that you want to um plug before you go uh oh goodness uh <laughs> i will plug everything uh, do it. No, uh <laughs> well obviously the only thing i can really say is uh i do occasionally stream uh i stream on twitch and I do a multitude of different streaming. Sometimes I do gaming. Sometimes I actually do crafting because I'm a leather worker, a woodworker, a whole bunch of different bits and pieces. Uh, and you can you can basically find me under Ironheart Creation on uh, Twitch. Really. <laughs> Keep an eye out for Mad Capsules and Silverlight coming at you. Oh dear! Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll we'll add we, you, and if yeah. you're ever on, we'll uh, you know raid you or whatever. Oh, beautiful. Polite Thank you very rating. much. No worries. Polite, polite rating. Polite rating. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. We're coming in for a raid. Do you mind? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. That's fine. Oh, good. That's, well, it might be a little bit more Australian. G'day! <laughs> oh, no. Just oh, no, they're coming. <laughs> oh, no, the Aussies are coming. Close the doors. Barricade! Oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, if you come to my, I mean, if you come to our stream, you're just going to get demon voices all the time. Because uh, that's Ooh. all I'm doing down the down the mic. Just because again, because awesome. voice acting. That's all. Yeah, no, I like it. So voice acting. Is there anything you got to plug there? Uh, no, unfortunately not. It's uh, it's been a while since I've done that, and that was very much amateur. Okay. Get back but into still. it with that silky smooth voice of yours. But anyway, um, Lucas, anything you want to say? Uh, no, just thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you very much for having me. No worries at all. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 So thanks to Ironheart for joining us on the show. And of course, thanks to anyone who does uh, want to be 
on the show, and, and realistically, thank you to everyone that listens to the damn show in the first place, but uh, the fact that there are people that want to be on and listen and talk to us is cool too. Yeah. We like it. Yeah, we do. Thank you, Ironheart. It was a pleasure. It was indeed. Um, all right, so on to our beginner and advanced topics. Now, this week, I have a relatively quick and easy one, quick and painless. Uh, and it comes from one of our questions that we got in uh, Discord uh, from Rathok earlier this week, who's, who basically wanted to talk about syndicate standing and um, how you could do it faster. So I thought, you know what? I don't think I've actually talked about how to earn syndicate standing properly. We did a syndicate episode back in episode seven, uh, but we talked mainly about what the what the syndicates were and not so much about earning syndicate standing. So I thought I would talk about that and touch on Rathok's topic. Um, but this also comes with a hat tip to Mothop, who also gave me the idea to do this. And Lars, because I was having a chat to those boys. Hi, guys. Hi, I'm waving. Anyway, syndicate standing. Syndicate standing is really easy. To earn standing, you pretty much just have to wear a, sing a sigil, like a singlet, is what I was going to say. <laughs> a sigil for the faction that you wish to represent. You can only uh, represent one at a time. So even though you can put a sigil on the front and you can put a sigil on the back, you can only represent one syndicate faction at a time. Uh, and you get the sigils by pledging your allegiance with them, basically. So when you first come to uh, befriend the syndicates, uh, you basically choose which one you want to align with. And when you do so, they'll give you a sigil. You put the sigil on. The base sigil will provide you 2.25% of affinity as syndicate standing. So if you earn 100 affinity, you will earn 2.25 syndicate standing. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. You then use that standing to both ascend the standing ranks. So, you know, each standing has, say, earned 50,000 standing, and then you can give a pledge, which is usually credits plus something else, to ascend to the next rank. Or you can use that standing to purchase items from the syndicate that are available at that level. So there's different tiers, and each tier you can buy different products from. Now, that includes sigils that can earn you more standing from affinity. So there's uh, one that can earn you 5%. There's some that can earn you, I think, 11%, 13%, and 15%. Uh, of course, you need to get to the highest level of syndicate standing to earn 15% against your affinity. But once you do get there, you put that on, you'll earn your affinity faster. So that's one way for Rathok to earn affinity faster. Sorry, to earn standing faster is to make sure you're using a 15% sigil. And I'll get back to that in a second. So another way to earn additional affinity is by doing the specific syndicate missions from your navigation console. Within these missions, you can also find syndicate medallions. Now, I wasn't aware of this, but there's eight per mission. I thought there was only five, but the wiki tells me eight. Uh, these can re reward either 500, 1,000, or 5,000 standing per medallion, depending on which medallion they are. Uh, and the important thing to note is these missions do not count towards your daily syndicate cap nor do the medallions. And of course, having a sigil on for that specific syndicate will also earn you more syndicate um, reputation, syndicate standing uh, by doing that mission. So the extra that you earn will come out of your cap, but the amount that you earn, the base amount that you earn for the mission itself will not. And the medallion uh, standing that you earn will also not come out of your cap. So, because standing is based on affinity, an affinity booster is going to boost your standing gained. That's a really, really important point. So, to Rathok, to earn affinity faster, sorry, to earn standing faster, you do what you do to earn affinity faster. So, you asked whether or not you should go to Hydron or do ESO. And the answer is pretty much yes. Whatever's going to earn you affinity faster is also going to earn you standing faster. But keep in mind of your standing cap. And your standing cap is based on your mastery rank. So if your mastery rank is 10, then you get 10 
1,000 plus 1,000. I don't know why there's a plus one, but there is. So you get 11,000 standing cap per day. Once you hit that 11,000, then you can go and do the syndicate missions, collect syndicate medallions and hand those in and you can get above and beyond. So to collect standing fast, put on your 15% and go somewhere where you earn a lot of affinity. And that is syndicate standing. Ta-da! Anything else you want to say, Lucas? Nope. Nope. You pretty much got everything covered as per normal. Cool as. Over to you. Over to me. All right. So originally I wanted to try to do this as a single one part um, topic, but unfortunately it's it's pretty lengthy. So I'm going to split it into two. And this, uh, this, fortnight i guess of of uh advanced topic will be sentinel showcase so to begin with a fragment from the mars cephalon fragments on the border of chartered space an enclave of small strange seemingly intelligent creatures was discovered by tenno explorers they are mechanical entities almost organic in appearance with a precarious resemblance to the fearsome sentience that had decimated human civilization. However, these creatures showed no signs of aggression, and they immediately began carrying out helpful tasks in peculiar alliance with the Tenno. Alright, so the little flying assister bots, uh, known as Sentinels, each seemingly possess a specific task that they may as well be programmed into their very essence, uh, but don't let their cute appearances fool you, because these helpful little critters each come packing with their own signature weapon for defending themselves and killing your enemies. So let's look at, look today at some of the Sentinels and what they exist to do and what they bring to your missions. Starting off with the Carrier. The first Sentinel we are looking at is the Simple Carrier. This handy little friend is all about utility as it converts ammo for the Tenno. The Carrier's also one of the very few sentinels that possesses a prime variant. While the abilities remain the same, the prime variant is equipped with a much sturdier frame to survive more. The exclusive mods that you get for the carrier are Ammo Case and Looter. Ammo Case is a mod that not only increases ammunition capacity for the Tenno, but also converts picked up ammo into the same type as currently equipped weapon. Looter, on the other hand, is a handy little mod that enables the carrier to shoot at crates in order to open them up and find materials and or ammunition. The carrier comes equipped with the Sweeper, a type of shotgun. Uh, in addition, the base carrier is obtainable through the market for 75 plat, or you can pick up the blueprint for 100,000 credits. Prime variant is presently vaulted, but can be bought from other players that may have a spare set. Next up, we have the Death Cube. The second of the Sentinel lineup uh, is the well-named Death Cube. As the name suggests, this Sentinel has a much more violent design. The exclusive mods it comes packing are Vaporize and Energy Generator. So Vaporize is a mod that packs quite a punch as the Death Cube will blast a specialized beam at any enemies within 4 meters for 600 damage. Energy Generator, well... Who can say no to a helpful little bot that takes uh, to, that likes to assist with kills? Better still, this mod makes it so that the Death Cube will drop an energy orb for every 10 enemies it has assisted in killing. The default weapon for the Death Cube is the Death Machine Rifle. This gloriously named rifle has a short spool up time before raining hell upon its foes. The Death Cube can also be attained from the market for 75 plat or you can pick up the blueprint for 100,000 credits. Third in our list of Tenno-friendly Sentinels is the Wastelandish Dariga. Designed to take out enemies from afar, this Sentinel packs all the necessary tools for the job. Uh, exclusive mods are Electropulse and Arc Coil. Electropulse. On a 5 second interval, this mod causes the Dariga to zap an enemy within 15 meters, causing said enemy to become immobilized over and over and over and over again. Whereas Arc Coil. Even the Dariga needs something for when the enemy gets too close, and this mod is exactly that. Zapping up to 7 enemies within a 10 meter range, the Dariga additionally will deal 100 damage to each enemy caught in the electric snare, with a 10% chance to proc status. 
As stated before, the Daruga is a Sentinel that's all about range, so it's only fitting it comes with the Volklok Sniper Rifle. The Daruga can be obtained through the market for, again, 75 plat, and or you can pick up the blueprint for 100,000 credits. Uh, I think we're on the fourth one now, so this is the Jin, uh, the Mystical Jin Sentinel. It's uh, a bit of a genie-like presence, um, and it's another Sentinel that boasts combat capabilities, with the exclusive mods being Fatal Attraction and Reawaken. Fatal Attraction is a mod that gives the Jin the ability to mesmerize enemies within 20 meters, and once they step too close, I think it's 6 meters, uh, the, to the alluring Jin, it will explode, dealing 250 damage. Reawaken. Dying is not the end for our dear friend the Jin. As, uh, as after a short time of 90 seconds, the Jin will revive itself. Shooting poison starts from its signature weapon. The Stinger is a rifle-based weapon. Very, very interesting weapon. The Jin cannot be obtained from the market, but instead you can pick it up, uh, pick up the blueprints from the Biolab in your clan's dojo for 50,000 credits. And we're going to end tonight with the Helios. Uh, tired of carrying your scanner? Sick of the constant re-equipping of weapons after you've scanned? Well, look no further than the Helios. It's got all your scanning needs covered. Don't like the base form? We got you covered there also, as the Helios is another Sentinel with a primed variant. Exclusive mods for the Helios are Investigator and Detect Vulnerability. Investigator is a mod that grants the good bot the ability to use your scanners in order to scan any item and or enemy within 50 meters. By doing this, it will effectively spend a scanner upon each use. And detect vulnerability. After all necessary scans have been done to fill up the codex, additional scans on an enemy will reveal enemy's weak points for the Tenno to exploit. Helios is presently the only uh, sentinel to that comes with a melee weapon, the Deconstructor, and no other uh, Sentinel can actually equip the Deconstructor. The Helios is another Sentinel not found in the market, instead you can find the blueprints in the Energy Lab of the Clan Dojo for 15,000 credits. Uh, Prime Variant is presently vaulted, but can be bought from other players that may have a spare set. And that's where we're going to end this week. Um, See, it, it's the, there's a lot of information, and uh, still got, I think, four Sentinels to cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it made sense to split it up, I think, because um, there's quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good job, Aluka. It's a very good. Awesome. I like, I like good jobs. Good jobs are good. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so on to... The usual stuff we do towards the end of a show, uh, which is our community call-out. So the reviews update, um, actually there were no reviews this week that were submitted, which made us a little sad. We both cried into our cups. We're okay now. <laughs> we moved on. But that's not to say there weren't any reviews, because the way CastBox works is a little bit different. Reviews are sort of comments. It's a bit weird. So there were a couple of comments that were uh, added to CastBox. One of them is from uh, one of the reviews we read out a couple of weeks ago uh, from a gentleman named Guy Daly. And uh, our Guy had uh, was thanking us for the show and said we, that he enjoyed the show, but that uh, he wanted us to look at uh, addressing the volume level levels. Um, now he has come back to say thank you because uh, the volume sounds great now. So uh, thanks for letting us know, Guy. That's very much appreciated. Cheers. And the next is a new CastBox review from old mate Sam Blacksall. Good old Sammy. <laughs> Did you want to read this one? Uh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll read this one. So Sam Blacksall says, Good shiz, mateys. Uh, great stuff. Everything needed in a podcast right here. Makes time go by in a bad job that slight bit faster. Keep it up, boys. Boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> Good shiz. No worries, Sam. We will. <laughs> Good shiz indeed. We try. We try. We've been aiming for good shiz, so we must have achieved it. High five, Lucas. High five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We are idiots. It's yep. a good thing. Okay. Uh, we both gave a cookie as well this week. It's been a while since we gave out a cookie, but this one was definitely deserved. This one went through to Anthem AK in the uh, Discord. Uh, Anthem shared a damage overview from Reddit that was going around. 
Uh, it is very, very useful. Uh, check it out if you can. Otherwise, if I remember, I will pop it into the uh, show notes because it is really good. And actually, since Anthem shared that, there has been a version 2 that has been shared on Reddit as well. So it's even better now. Awesome. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Anthem. You done did good. Right. He did. He did done did good. Did you want to read out the Cephalon Question Time? Cephalon Question Time. Cephalon Question Time. All right. This week's question is from Mothop, good friend in Discord and on PlayStation. Uh, if you were to do a dojo rework, what would you include? Excellent question. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it'd be less what I'd include and less the bullshit that I'd remove. <laughs> and more the bullshit that I'd remove. So if you've ever built a dojo, you know that it's quite painful. Um, and to be honest, I've never really thought, I've never sat and thought about why D did it that way. Maybe they want people to work together. I don't know, but it. if you want to build a dojo fast, it's going to cost you money and it's going to cost you big time. So everything needs a former to be put in it. Um, to speed things up because they take a couple of days, just like Warframes, you need to put Platinum into it. In order to build specific rooms, which are really the best rooms, you need to build other crappy rooms first. And <coughs> Oracle. Oh, God, yeah. You need to build the Oracle before you can even build the labs. So there's everything. Every single damn thing in the dojo has a has a speed hump to get to it. And I think maybe that was put in there years ago for reasons that don't necessarily make sense now, I think. I'd like to see that changed at some point. I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear um, D's reasoning behind that because there has to be a reason for it. Everything, ev- as much as people think that D does things without thinking about them, they think a hell of a lot about everything that they do. So I'd love to hear the reasoning behind some of that stuff. But if we're going to be spitballing here, I'd love to see it all removed. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see it so it's nice and easy. So uh, ideally, I'd love to to have like a create your own room. So you can lay out the size of the room that you'd like, put in the number of doors that you'd like, um, and just sort of lay it out that way. Because, I mean, I've, I've got the dojo the way I want it on... Switch, I think, is the one I built. Or is it PC? Switch. And that's one big room with four doors off the side of it, and each of those doors have the labs in it. Then there's two two doors at the long ends of each room that go on to other things. Plus, there's the trading um, altar and the treasury altar as well in that one room. So pretty much everything you need to do is in one place. And if you want to go anywhere else, you can. But the rest of it pisses me off. But I guess the one thing that I really want from a dojo is a K-Drive um, obstacle course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I agree that there's a lot a lot of stuff that needs to be removed. <laughs> Oracle. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I would Tino also... Lab. I would also... I, yeah, that... that that lab as well the the Oricon lab, lab. Yeah. not the Tenno lab Tenno um, lab's good Oricon lab's pointless scrap it if, if, yeah. we're, if we're not getting the the, the rails um, the, the space rails to fight on then it's it's pointless just get rid of it yeah. um, I I like the idea of being able to uh, create your own room like pick its size pick how many doors all that that's awesome um, I think a general consensus is yes, we need K drive obstacle courses in dojos. But something I was actually thinking about earlier, just a, a unique idea, is the the dueling room that that doesn't get used nearly as enough as I believe it should. Um, so something I, I had a bit of an idea to just spruce it up is basically give it a uh, a tournament chart so group of people can go in they each sign up on this little tournament chart it sends them to a, an instance and then you you sit there and you watch each person you know, battle it out when your time comes up you're put in the arena the other person's kicked out of the arena they have to sit by and watch and just a full 
tournament set up in the duel room. I think that would be that'd be awesome and actually give it use. Even having, and I know this doesn't make sense because nobody plays Conclave, but a Conclave room like that as well, so that you can set up things from within your dojo, you can set up tournaments, things like that. Because at the moment, the only way to do it is from your orbiter and it's a bit clunky. It's very clunky. Nobody does it anyway. It's kind of pointless, but maybe it's because there's no good way of doing it. Actually, no, it's not that. It's because... Conclave's not great, but well, anyway. Lunaro. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to be able to set up Lunaro as long as they fix those stupid sideways Lunaro goals. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> even even give us a Lunaro uh, room. Give us give us a a, a a Lunaro stadium in the dojo. That would be cool. Actually, that would be cool to be honest. Yeah. When as soon as you walk into that room, you're equipped with your whatever the hell the Lunaro thing's called because I've forgotten because I don't play it enough. <laughs> um. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. And um, you could just run around and throw the ball and have silly fun. Yeah. Have some practice. Have a little uh, terminal on, on one end of the room. So if you wanted, you can actually go into an official match. Yeah. Startups are bots. Yeah. Yeah. Lunaro with bots. Hell yes. But see, anyway, see, that's us just Hire us, DE. Hire us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that that's that's all I can really think of. There's not really, I mean, we we've already been promised uh, railjack stuff for the the dojo, so we know that's coming. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's coming. We don't need to don't need to wish for that. Well, I know they have mentioned dojo reworks in the past. They have. It's just gone nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, as far as they've really done is just add more decorations and a couple more rooms. Yeah, it's they're probably scared of actually reworking the dojo because of all the resources people have actually put in. Yeah. It'd be hard to force people to change something that they've put so much time and effort into. True, but when you when you demolish a room as it is, all of the resources, the resources go back to the back. vault. Yeah. yeah. But still <laughs> it's the time more than the resources. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember tearing apart the uh, the PS4 clan dojo. Uh, that took me a good week to pull down and a good week to reconstruct. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It is. It's a big pain in the ass. But hey, it, it's worth having a space for, for your clan to just relax and go chill and talk and, and trade. This is true. Although it's always empty. It is always empty. <laughs> People go there to trade and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I go there to, anyway. to decorate. You do by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mothop. That was a, an interesting question, and hopefully we have in uh, answered it to your enjoyment. Indeed. <laughs> All right, moving right along, um, and that that brings us really to the end of episode forty-six. It was a bit of a short one this week. Um, not too not, bad, not but too um, about, about an hour long. Yeah. So we've. Uh, uh, hopefully we will see uh, the Jervian Concord update coming out soon on console. That would be exciting. Fingers crossed. But we do, yeah, we do have a few articles going up this week on the website, with including some guides. Uh, we've decided to put a little bit more focus into some guides as well, so that is something to look forward to. Of course, once Lucas has fin- finished this Sentinel stuff, I can guarantee you it's turning into a guide. Wink, wink. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of that website, huh, where is it? Cephalonsquared.com. That is the place to go if you want to learn about Warframe, really, and uh, the community that we are creating or trying to create across the interwebs. So if you want to join our Discord, you can go there. If you want to check out our YouTube channel, YouTube? YouTube. <laughs> if you want to check out our YouTube channel, you can go there and find the link. You can see our semi, uh, not very well used Instagram that we've got to figure out how to use better. Uh, <laughs> follow our Twitter account. We do daily daily Twitter tips now on Twitter, which is fun. Um, so yeah, check out all our stuff or send us an email, get in contact with us there if there's anything you'd like to, to tell us. Um, 
of course, if you'd like to just give us a review and give us a pat on the back, go to uh, iTunes or CastBox or wherever you'd like to give us a rating uh, on your podcast platform. Spread the word, help us grow. Um, or, of course, go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Cephalon Squared and uh, sign up to be a patron and help us out. Uh, yeah. Thanks to our patrons. I guess this is a good time to be thanking those particular yeah, people. Indeed. Indeed. So, so we'll do one at a time. Yeah, Go. starting off the top. Thank you very much, Rathok. Indeed. Thank you, Jellybean1799. Thank you, Adop underscore 88. Lord Frieson, thank you. Thank you very much, Logan Neal. And thank you to Obsolete Ninja 13. So these particular patrons are at the honorary Cephalon level. Um... But, of course, we have two or three, three, four. We have a few tiers that you can look at uh, if you'd like to help support us and keep us going. Um, thank you to Jan at Disco Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And I forgot to thank ourselves. Who are we? <laughs> My name is Greg Newbegin. I am Mad Capsules on the internet. Who are and you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, a silverlight all over the internet. Uh, S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Thank you very much to our lovely community. Cannot get enough of you guys. Um, really brightens our day, seeing all the, the discussions that go on when we sleep. So thank you so much. And um, thank you for your ongoing support. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so I've already thanked Jan at Disco underscore Box. So... <laughs> I guess we'll just end awkwardly. Yeah, and we'll return in a couple of days' time with the next mini episode, which will be having a look at Cora. Cora? No, not Cora. We did Cora, didn't we? No, we didn't do Cora. <gasps> no, we didn't do Cora. <laughs> Damn, it's Cora. More awkwardness for the end of the show. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.